Okay, so let's get started. Um, today's call is going to be a little bit longer. Uh, on Mondays, I also want to answer some questions. So if you have any questions, uh, please write them down in the chat. I'll make sure that I'll answer them for you. Let's get started with three questions that I get all the time. And I mean it all the time. I had a conversation this morning with an agent and it was the same question. Uh, the agent just signed up for group coaching and had some questions about uh, their, their market. And this agent has been in the business for more than five years. So it's not only for new agents, agents, but also for experienced agents. So again, if you have any questions, please make sure you write them down, you type them in the chat. All right. So question number one, how do I define my target market? How do I find my target market? Well, the first exercise we have to do, and it's so, so important, guys, that you define your target market. It's at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Please hear me out. In order to have an active, viable business, you need to focus in a market that had at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Ideally, and it should be a market, an area where you live as of right now, okay? Very, very, very important. Why? Because it doesn't really matter how much marketing, how much content, how much frequency and consistency you have. If you are in a market that had less than 80 to 90 properties, sold within the last 12 months, there is not enough activity. So it doesn't really matter how much marketing you do. So that's number one. Now, bear in mind, guys, I'm not saying that you should not work with any other buyer. I'm not saying that you should not lease a property in a different market. What I'm saying is that you need to specialize in a very specific market. Now, if you can help a buyer, for example, I live in Coral Gables, right? And if I were to help somebody in Brickell or somebody in South Miami, and I feel that I have the knowledge, I feel that I have the time, and I feel that I have the skills to assist that buyer or seller, all right, I should take on that client into my business, all right? But again, my focus, my effort, my marketing dollars are going to be where? In Coral Gables. And why Coral Gables? Well, it's easy, right? I wake up, I go to breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Where? In Coral Gables. Where do, do my, my kids go to school? Coral Gables. Where do I play tennis? Where do I play golf? Where do I go around in the boat? Coral Gables. All right? Where do I go to church? Coral Gables. So by default, I understand very well my area. And I always give the example. I have companies that I train in Aventura. And every time I go to Aventura, I'm thinking, should I get off in Ibis Dairy? Should I get up, get up in Miami Gardens? I don't know. For example, sometimes I go to Sunny Isles, and it happened to me about a month ago that I went to Sunny Isles, and a friend said to me, let's meet at the Starbucks. I had no clue where the Starbucks was, right? So imagine me trying to convince, convince a seller to work, list the property with me if I were a listing agent, and then not even knowing where the Starbucks or, or the main uh, places in the area are, all right? So by default, by living in Coral Gables, I know exactly what's, what's happening around the area, all right? So, and some of you say, well, 
my area is not that much of a high end. I want to work in more expensive areas with more expensive properties. That might be in the future when you move to that area. Because again, it's going to be more difficult to position yourself as the expert of choice in the area where you don't live. All right, very important. Second question that I have regarding marketing. And again, if you have any questions right here, you can, I'm gonna put here, any questions, any questions? All right, so if you are, have some people that the second question, number, no, the first question is, all right, where do I focus? So as I said, you need to find an area of 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. And ideally should be in your area. Now, the second question that I get is, well, should I focus in this area? There are many top producers in my area. And if you live in that area and you found that there are at least 80 to 90 properties sold? The answer is yes, you should focus in that area. I understand that there are other top producers, but if you move or if you focus in a different area, believe me, or if you don't do the exercise, you will find top producers in any every single active area in town. That's not only in Miami, but everywhere around the country. So if you go to Miami Beach, if you go to Aventura, if you go to Coral Gables, South Miami, downtown, you will find top producers, all right? This is not a new industry. This is a long, long, no, old, old industry. Coconut Grove, same thing. So don't focus on how much competition you have, which you already have regardless of the area. Focus on specialized knowledge, marketing, and then sales conversations. Focus on becoming the source, the resource, the person that know, knows the most about that area. And eventually, you will become one of the dominant listing agents in your area. Again, go to a, let me share this screen with you guys. Let me do the following. I want you to watch this, uh, go to, Mon let's see. Uh, yes, the entire screen. I want you to go to the Miami Real Estate Show right here. Miami, go to a Montier organization. I want you to please watch this interview with a top agent in Coconut Grove, Riley Smith. I think it's the 10th year. And if this guy right here, uh, top, show you this, top agent in Miami. The real, uh, real deal. Look at this, guys. This is, according to the real deal, this is for last year okay this is the most updated information about the top agents in miami where is it where is it huh. oh here it is oh i'm sorry that that was the uh yeah that's the article so right here uh let me make sure you guys are yes you guys are watching my my screen so right here you have by properties sold you have for those of you in miami you have right here the ranking of the top agents in miami all right right here the Gilles, number one. Number two is the Cedar team. Number three is Nelson Gonzalez. And number four, it's Riley Smith. I want you to watch, by the way, I had Nelson and Riley on the show. So you can see and Julian, too, and Nancy, too. 
and you know have most of the the people in this list have been to the show so i interview them on the show i highly recommend you guys look eloy one of the top agents too esther had it in your show you know ashley had it on the show so uh, ben i had him on the show so most of these agents have been on the show and it's very interesting their stories so i i highly recommend you watch the show so go to the montiel organization right here montielorganization.com and i want you to watch the interview with the fourth top rank agent in Miami, Riley Smith, right here, okay? So if you go here, you go to the Miami Real Estate Show on the right-hand side, top right-hand side, and you are going to search for his interview, all right? And you'll see that when he got into this business, he didn't have the money, he didn't have the marketing budget, he didn't have the experience the top agents in Coconut Grove already had. And you'll see how he became such a powerhouse in coconut grove to the extent that i believe this is his 10th year as the number one agent in coconut grove by any company so very 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 good interview so you go here and you'll see the interviews look for riley smith and you will find that it's an amazing amazing interview all right so again why you need to specialize you need to make sure that you become the expert of choice in a very specific area again I'm not saying that if you can help a buyer or a seller in a different area because you believe you have the time and the skills, you don't do it. Go ahead and do it. But remember, in order to build a foundation of a business, you need to focus in a very specific area. You need to offer some specialized knowledge, all right? Very, very important. So let me again, let me show you something very important that we do. For those of you who are in coaching, you can go to our module and I want you to go here. Remember, this is slideshow from current right here. This is our blueprint, right? So the first step is to find your market. If you find your market, if you have a defined group of people that you want to do business with, everything else will be much easier. It's much easier if you understand your market to offer them something of value. Every single market group of people have different values, have different interests, have different needs. So if you understand them, it's much easier for you to create an offer, right? For example, in my case, I only work with investors. So I understand what investors want. They want cash flow. They're not even thinking about appreciation. What they want is cash flow, a property that they buy today and 30 days from now, they receiving they are receiving a check. But if you're working in a, for example, in Coral Gables as a listing agent, clients need something completely different from what investors need, want, or look or, or are looking for. Right. So once you have that offer, then and only then you go into your marketing strategy. You don't do anything until you understand your market, until you have an offer. And then you go into your marketing. And then once you have your marketing strategy, of course, you're going to choose the platforms to advertise, to reach with enough frequency and consistency those people. So you can not only increase your database, but more important, strengthen that relationship with that database. So very important, I wanted to show you here. Here is an exercise that we do for those of you who are in coaching. Make sure you go to your market module. And here it is, an area of ideally 2,000 properties in total. It's not properties sold, properties on the market. It's an area with 2,000 properties. Ideally, that area should have at least 80 to 90 properties 
sold, at least 80 to 90 properties sold, all right? And then I want you to do this exercise right here, which is once you identify that area, then you come in here and you put the name of the community, the size of the community, so you can understand what the potential income it's going to be. And very important, the next step is to understand your marketing cost. Top agents understand that marketing, it's an investment. Marketing, it's an investment. And when you see the amount of money you put into marketing compared to the huge commissions you receive from this business, marketing makes all the sense of the, in the world. But you need to do those numbers so you can see, well, if I put three, four, five thousand dollars into marketing, I can get twenty five, thirty, forty thousand dollars in return. It's an amazing, amazing investment. All right. But we need to understand as business owners that we need to invest in marketing. Like Riley Smith, again, as an example, when he comes to my seminars, he says, he said it in the last one. I send 3,000, 3,000 postcards, 3,000 postcards every week. But guess what? I didn't start sending 3,000 postcards per week, all right? So very, very, very important. He didn't start sending 3,000 postcards per week, but you need to start somewhere. You wanna go from being a secret agent to what? To a real estate agent. And the only way to do that is through marketing. And the way marketing is going to be most effective is when you choose a market. And it's more way more effective because if I only have $500, it's going to be way more effective if I invest those $500 in Coral Gables instead of 15 Coral Gables, 15 Aventura, 15 Homestead, 15 Brickle, 15 Downtown. You follow, you follow what, I'm, what I'm trying to say, right? So not only in Coral Gables, now, if I only have $500, I'm going to invest it in Gables States or Gables by the Sea or South Gables or North Gables. The more targeted you are, the better or the more effective your marketing campaign it's going to be. All right. So, okay. So I see Janet here saying it was an, an excellent interview uh with with riley and and, and janet i agree because what happens with this interview janet and thank you for the comment is that he he not only focuses on on what he has done he focuses on giving a lot of advice to new agents all right what can you do as a new agent what did he do as a new agent to become the powerful the powerhouse in coconut grove all right so let's answer some questions right right here i have a few minutes to answer your questions right here so here, here's the first one. All right, in Mark, okay. Manuel says, in terms of marketing, which platform do you prefer or offer? Facebook, postcards, or newspapers? Okay, so Manuel, very, very important. In my opinion, in my, in my experience working with you guys for so long, and in the last 12 months, there is no more powerful, cheapest, faster, and easier way to advertise than Facebook. For example, going back to Coral Gables, I can create a campaign. Everybody can create a campaign on Facebook that only targets sellers in Coral Gables, right? And the the only way that I can get those emails, name and phone numbers, or not the only way, but the fastest, the cheapest and the easiest way to get those phone numbers, those emails, so I can start positioning myself as the expert of choice, 
is through email marketing. But it's so inexpensive if we do it through Facebook. Now, again, I'm not saying that Facebook is the only one. I'm just answering the question of which one is more effective, all right? If you send postcards, at, at like any other medium, it's all about frequency and consistency. But understand that postcards take a long, long time and they are very expensive. They work if you know how to use them. Riley Smith, Smith still use them, 3,000 per week, per week, right? But you need to know what message and you need to have enough money in your budget. I advise, I, you know, have a lot of agents from Keller Williams and Keller Williams says it, if you're going to do postcards, th that's their program. If you're going to do postcards, you need to do it for at least, at least six months. I would argue to say that if you're going to do postcards, you need to do it for at least a year. But I understand that doing postcards is very expensive for most agents. So get started with Facebook. Understand that it's a process not only to position yourself as the expert of choice, but also for you to understand what campaigns in Facebook will work better for you. Right. So Salvador says here, if you were to work with investors, do you farm a wider area? Very good question, Salvador. Very, very good question. Yes. Now, when you're working with investors, you're looking for people, again, that want to invest money. So they don't have to work in a very they don't have to be in a very specific area. What you need is a very specific product. Again, a very specific product. In my case, and most cases, investors are looking for cash flow. Investors are looking for cash cash flow. What do I mean by that? Rental properties. All right. Please do yourself a favor, and I'll tell you. I'll I tell you that as experience. Don't sell pre-construction. Don't sell pre-construction as an investment. Pre-constructions are a great buy for a certain group of people. The same way investments in cash flow are great for a certain group of people and single family homes are great for a certain group of people but none of those properties are good for everybody so understand that's why we go back salvador to uh, uh module number one which is the market who is my market right so very important to understand if you're looking for investors yes you advertise outside your target audience uh, uh, area but you need to offer a very specific investment so when you see the top agents working with investors for example there are some investors the agents that specialize on what on commercial properties retail single family homes townhomes multi-families right building office buildings so what's your specific property that you specialize on because if you want to compete with an office building expert, right, you're going to have harder time if you have always done multifamily. So offer one specific product and your level of communication expertise are going to show when you talk to your client, right? So Marion says, what do you think about having a farm area and combining it with investor lower budget in my area? Very, very good. Um, again, so... For most, especially here in South uh, in South Florida, for most of us that are foreigners or at least immigrants like myself, we have usually two areas, right? The area where we live, where we specialize on building or what? Our listing business, all right? Our bis business listing. And number two, investors, which is the country where we come from.
So ideally, Marianne, you should do both. You should focus on building your listing business and at the same time work with investors. That would be the ideal combination for you. Very, very good question. Hema asks, I live in Homestead, but most of my buyers are in Miami or Miami, Miami Gardens, all right? Uh, so again, that's not, not a problem that most of your buyers are in different areas. Again, if I live in Coral Gables and I wanna become a listing agent, I need to focus on Coral Gables. But if I have clients that I, again, I feel that I can advise, that I feel that I can, that I have the skills to take care of them and I have the time, no problem going outside my area as long as I have the time and as long as I have the skills, all right? So if you live in Homestead, for example, Hema, not a problem, all right, if you have buyers outside your area, but make sure you start today developing your listing business because at the end of the day, every coach, every broker, every agent with experience will tell you the way we not only survive but strive in this business is building our listing business good good question all right so marianne says investors that look for cash flow definitely marianne that that's the easiest easiest and safest way to advise you're welcome so uh, easiest and, and safest way to advise clients that are investors right uh, it's much easier to to sell a property to an investor where you know that 30 days from now they're going to receive their you know their their cash flow and, and, and they're happy, they're not expecting, they're going to, they're not expecting for the property to appreciate as, as long as the return works for them, you've done a good deal for them and a good deal for you, all right? So guys, it's already uh, 10.20 for next week. I wanna start uh, asking some questions. I wanna give the guidance at the beginning and then we'll develop those questions along the line. For those of you who are in coaching, make sure you post your questions in the forum and we will answer them within 24 hours. For those of you who are not, I'll try to answer most of the questions here on the weekly planner call on Mondays and after and, and, and until next week, make it a very, very productive day. One more time, remember, focus in one area. Become the listing agent, identify the area that sold 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Make sure you develop the knowledge in that area you offer them something of value and start marketing. Go from being a secret agent to a top agent in your area. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. Salvador Beatriz, Marlon Marian, Hema. Thank you very much, guys. All of you. Bye-bye. Take care.